Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Paging Doctor Douchebag, Crash Gladys, Getting Crash Position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off Freaks. Freak Nation, so little time, so much to get to in the next two hours. Holy smokes. A.J. Allmendinger wins a wet one yesterday in the Xfinity race. He'll be joining us in about 12 minutes. Will Power, the second of two races last weekend, the road course at Indianapolis on the IndyCar circuit. He'll be joining us next hour. And we call him Antonio Garcia, who grabbed himself a big win in the IMSA sports car race uh, in the wet fest at Daytona. Charlotte. Charlotte. Sorry, Charlotte. We'll get to that. Statman Scat uh, coming up in regards to the wet fest. But I want to get into this show specifically for one gentleman who, interestingly, has played a part in all three of our lives. Crash. Statman and yours truly. Suave, hit it, babe. All right. Uh, I I put Eddie Van Halen in the same plateau as Dad's just a little bit rich. I put Eddie Van Halen in the same plateau as Einstein, Sigmund Freud, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, Don't ask me why. I need about three hours to explain that. I probably speak in tongue half of it. But when we lost Eddie Van Halen this week, it was a shock to the system. To uh, young and old, given what he has done for not just music, recording music, the guitar, licks that will be remembered for the rest of our life. But there's a story that, to this day, Statman refers to it every time we talk about Van Halen. Now, Statman, you, Statman wasn't the biggest Van Halen fan. You knew the significance of Van Halen. They, a lot of folks called Van Halen maybe the Led Zeppelin of the 80s and 90s, maybe. Uh, and it, it all comes down to a place where Statman and I worked together in Southern California, UPN News 13, KCOP, and I brought my years of experience in, in music and connections, so much so that one week you'd have West Side Connection and Ice Cube and then Master P, and then you'd have Metallica, or you'd have Celine Dion. But Statman, we've had uh, Van Halen on the show numerous times when it came to UPN News 13 and our entertainment segments. There's, but there's the one story, Statman, that we got clearance to do something that not uh, any other news station had in the country. Uh, you care to share that with the Freak Nation and what you had to do to, to uh, possibly uh, get us that live shot? We got clearance to be backstage at a Van Halen concert in, I think it was the Blockbuster Pavilion at the time. It was about an hour, uh, hour and a half uh, 
uh, east of the studio where we worked. We drove out there one day, site did a site survey of everything, got a, a, a signal out of the backstage to a mountain so we could get it on the air live. Got everything set up. We were going to, they gave us the permission to put two songs live on the air. We had a show called Sergeant Saturday Night. It was live music. And uh, the station didn't want to pay the overtime for the crew. It was the oh. most, it was the most illogical decision a programming director has ever made. Someone who was completely out of touch with reality. And uh, there's nothing we could do about it. Unbelievable. You think there's red tape in your life, Freak Nation? You go through the red tape of getting a clearance through a record label, band management, band agency, PR likes, marketing types. We got the okay. Again, you heard Statman, a live shot backstage in front of 40,000, 50,000 people to have one hair-brained old white dude come in and say, ah, we can't pay, what, three or $400 worth of overtime. Yeah, we were going to, it was a half hour show, Sergeant Saturday Night. It was on Saturday nights. We had music. Uh, we had a, a relationship with a newspaper in the city. And we were going to put two songs live on the air. Yeah. It's an incredible story, Freak Nation. Uh, we'll get to some racing coming up. But first, <laughs> we're going to get to Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. <laughs> Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates to the Freak Nation. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old Sunday night. A.J. Allmendinger, who won the Xfinity race on the Charlotte Roval, will be joining us in about seven or eight minutes. Crash Gladys, pit news and notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Now through the end of October, it is truck season. Buy four qualifying truck tires. You'll get up to 100 bucks back with a Visa prepaid card from our very good friends at General Tire. Check it all out at GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Well, I'd be remiss in not bringing up the fact that LeBron James has just won yet another title in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a motion going around. The NBA is finally done with their bubble in a month in which they should be starting their season. They are ending it, and the Lakers have won their 17th championship. Hello, but back to motorsports. Speaking of championships, speaking of winners, speaking of legends, Lewis Hamilton, it happened. He officially tied Michael Schumacher for overall wins in Formula One. And yet that happened too. defending NASCAR Cup champ Kyle Busch. He was officially eliminated from NASCAR's playoffs. And then, of course, that happened as well. Lorenzo Zanetti won his first career Moto America Superbike race at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And he got a shout out from the man, fellow countryman. Mario Andretti. So I'd say it was a pretty good weekend in racing. It started off at the Roval in Charlotte with both NASCAR Xfinity and the Cup Series, as well as their sister IMSA Sports Car Series. The Xfinity Series saw loads of rain and not much driver patience in what winner A.J. Allmendinger called a race to remember for a very long time. A.J. and Chase Briscoe exchanged the lead several times in the last 17 laps with Briscoe leading the most laps, but Allmendinger leading the one that counted. 
after that sludge fest. IMSA sports cars were up next, and again, the rain wreaked havoc on the competitors. Half of the GTLM cars were out by the end, and about one-third of the GTD cars were out. BMW's Bill Oberlin and Robbie Foley won in GTD, and Jordan Taylor and Antonio Garcia won in GTLM. They're fifth on the season, by the way. The Cup Series was then up on Sunday, and, well, the race was driven to a bit of a different tune, basically dominated by Chase Elliott, and the Chevy showing, showing some muscle. Elliott earned an automatic berth into the next round of eight playoffs, while Eric Almarola, Clint Boyer, Austin Dillon, and reigning champ Kyle Busch were all eliminated from the playoffs. Sunday morning saw history being made as Lewis Hamilton took the win in Formula One's Eiffel Grand Prix, tying the GOAT, Michael Schumacher, with 91 total wins. More on that entire story later in the show. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive Mud Terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality. 100% cotton available and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand... Your Mav TV. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Mm-hmm. 
to interrupt a Van Halen song, but that's uh, some things you got to do, man. You got you got to do it, baby. I go to LucasOil.com, Freak Nation, very good friends of the Freaks, and check out their line of products, including Lucas Oil Deep Clean Fuel System Cleaner. Reduces harmful emissions, removes carbon deposits, totally eliminates knocking and pinging, raised miles per gallon of performance. Check it all out, Freak Nation. Deep Clean Fuel System from Lucas Oil. A.J. Amendinger joining us here in the Freak Nation. Won the wet fest at uh, the Charlotte Roble. Hey, but AJ, before I get to that, you know, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm I'm just uh, I'm drying off still. So, all right. Yeah. Are 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 you drying <laughs> off and all that money that you're worth? Yeah, all of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, if that was the case, I'd still be very wet, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, according to uh, CelebrityNetWorth.com, AJ Almendinger is worth eighteen million dollars. I've seen that actually. Yeah, I've, 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 uh, I want to know who wrote that up. I want to know where I was hiding it. I must have some offshore accounts in the Cayman Islands that I don't know about. So, um, or maybe my ex-wife took more than I thought. I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> oh no! Isn't that weird, man? You've also you're also on uh, datingcelebs.com. The the title is Who is AJ Almendinger dating now? <laughs> Well, don't tell, don't tell that to my wife, okay? Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I try to keep her off that website just in case. Good. Uh, a very good friend of the Freak Nation, man. We've been doing this 20 years, and I think he's been damn near uh, part of all of it. It probably started when he was 13, but uh, A.J. Allmendinger here in the Freak Nation. You'll see with the broadcast with NBC and, of course, his big win in, in the rain-soaked Roval in the Xfinity Series. Uh, with a win like that, I, I ask, I got to ask you, why do, you, why did you, why do you stop racing? Is it just because you don't have r- permanent rides? You don't have rides that you want to uh, be a part of? Because to win a race like that, with all the circumstances, proves that you know we know that you're a road course badass. But to win in the rain, dude, uh, that's legendary. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Uh, you know, back in, in 2018, it was one of those things where my race team and I, we, we parted ways and, uh, I thought it was, you know, at the time it's always tough to make change. Like when, especially when you don't know what the future holds. So it was nerve wracking, scary, but at the same point, somewhat needed just because it wasn't going well. We, we both felt like we needed a change and, and I didn't know at that point what the future held for me. And was very fortunate at that point to first get a call from NBC Sports, and they asked me to to come to the TV side. And 2019 was amazing. I got to cover, heck, I did broadcast for IndyCar full time in the IMSA series, the WeatherTech Championship, uh, Michelin Pilot Challenge. I did a Supercross broadcast, uh, American Flat Track. So I did a, a lot of stuff. Uh, and, and really enjoyed it. And then with that college racing, Matt Collig and Chris Rice, they called me and said if I wanted to run some of the Xfinity road course races and, and the super speedway stuff. And well, they had to talk me into the super speedway stuff. I wasn't really, (laughs) that was part of the deal, but, um, but you know, at the same point I'd watched their team build, you know, they're just a, a team that's really in their fifth or sixth year. So I've been watching their team build and thought I'd like to be a part of that. And it's kind of just, spiraled into the best of both worlds. So 
it wasn't that I chose to stop driving. It just, I knew I needed a change at that point. And, and right now I'm just really enjoying both sides of it. I mean, heck last night was a perfect example. I got to win the Xfinity race, rush over to the TV studio and cover the, uh, IMSA weather check championship at the Roval. So uh, I enjoyed both, uh, best, both worlds, uh, last night. And, I'm still trying to dry my mouth off, as you can hear, as I'm trying to learn how to speak. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of words. So, okay. I, I had to talk a lot yesterday. <laughs> yes, we, we get that, uh, how that happens. <laughs> but, A.J. Allmendinger, we don't want burnout. Your personality is just far too good for motorsports in general. This is a lot, though. You're doing a lot this year when it comes to TV, also Sirius XM, and behind the wheel. I mean, no burnout, please. No, and, yeah, I mean, that was that was something that was – added this year was was part of being Sirius XM doing uh, a show called Brick by Brick with Jack Root and, and covering IndyCar every week. Uh, and, and that partnership somewhat started with Michael Shank and Meyer Shank Racing and, and Jim Meyer that's a co-owner with uh, Michael Shank. He's the CEO at, at Sirius XM and I got to know him and he wanted me to do a show. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's been great. I've been able to really just see what I enjoy life uh, each week. And it's, you know, college racing really, it makes it a lot of fun. So that that's part of it. When you show up to the racetrack and you know, you have fast race cars, you can go out there and, and have fast Chevys and have an opportunity to win a race. That's always enjoyable. And uh, the ends of stuff working with Lee Diffie and Calvin fish and Kevin Lee, Brian Hill this year, uh, you know, in the booth is, has been a lot of fun. And then with Jack Root, we did a show last year at, at Carb Day at Indy, and it's turned into a, a full-time uh, a Wednesday show. So, yeah, I mean, it's going well. I'm not going to complain. Kenny, I think you can see now how he is valued at $18 million. We in the media know this. Man. You know, we, we, we yeah, see this I, is I still, going. I'm still searching that. I don't know. Proud of you. <laughs> they no, just AJ- every race I ran? That's what I want to know. Like, when – Cup used to post the winnings of what the car got that weekend. They're like, yep, that's that's what he earned. Yep, we're taking that. And you're not spending a dime. I mean, that just goes yeah, straight exactly. to the bank and yeah, it's never I, spent. That's all right. <laughs> but, AJ, is this your future? Is it potentially going to be media? We saw Clint Boyer making an announcement to come over into TV, into the TV world. We like you on radio and TV. Is this, even when you do hang up your fire suit, is this you? Uh, I mean, I, right now I don't, I, I don't really want to mess with either world. I'm, I'm having fun doing both. So, uh, you know, on down the line, of, of course, maybe that's, that's something that, you know, at, at some point your racing career has to end, but you know, I've kind of, I don't want to say been rejuvenated. I just have learned to really enjoy racing again. Uh, and that's, you know, I get to go run Rolex next year again with Shank. I mean, 15 years we've done this together and, and back with the DPI class and the prototypes there with Acura, uh, you know, who knows what, what holds next year for college racing and running Xfinity again. I, I promise you, I'm going to run some races. How many of those races I run? I don't know. I'd like to run some more and, and definitely working on being back with NBC sports. So, um, you know, down the line maybe, but I, I don't really want to make that decision right now. Sweet. AJ Almondinger. This is crazy, dude. I haven't talked to you in a long time. I got a couple of crazy yeah, well, questions for you. What you been doing? I've, I've been missing you. I've been chasing you, dude. I mean, I, you know, I mean that we're, we're going to get to the craziness in a minute, but the first thing I want to find out from you 
is how much of an out-of-body experience was it to run in the dark, in the wet, in the rain, sideways, on a track that was too small for all of that, and you still won. That must have been an out-of-body challenge for you. Well, I mean, I'm getting old, but luckily, as I got my eyes tested this year, there's still 2015, and I needed to use all that because by the end of the race, it was pitch dark in the infield, except for the blaring jumbotron that they have at Charlotte Motor Speedway, which actually made it worse because it just reflected off the rain. <laughs> and basically in the infield, I was just taking guesses at the times where I was and, and hoping that I made the corner. And man, Chase Briscoe, he, he's done a fantastic job this year uh, in the Xfinity series. And, and with that 98 car, I mean, he's been the guy to beat consistently with Austin Sendrick and he was doing a fantastic job. So I knew he had a little bit more pace in this race car than I did on outright runs. So the restarts, I had to be aggressive. And by the end of that race, it was just the track was flooded. So we went in turn one and both started sliding. And luckily I caught my car and yeah, I mean, it, it's, there was times I didn't think we should be running. I mean, it was, I mean, you're just basically hydroplaning everywhere, but uh, once the green flag would fly, fly on the restarts, you just, it was the same for everybody. So you had to go try to do the job and, uh, that last restart, Chris Rice kept pumping me up. I was complaining a lot on the radio. Honestly, it was I was not a happy person. So you guys know me. I I don't ever complain. So it was strange. <laughs> um, <laughs> that one time that happened last night. But yeah, so I mean, it was it was insane. It was maybe one of the most chaotic races. I kind of actually relate it to 2019 Rolex. It's kind of similar conditions where it was just monsooning. So um, happy we came out on top. Is that a race that should have been called? You, seriously, it, it, what, looking at it, it seemed like something that was dangerous. And racing can be a lot of things, but it shouldn't be dangerous. Well, I mean, it, it kind of goes both ways. I thought early in the race we should have at least stopped and, and waited a little bit longer. Uh, I mean, as we saw the weather play out, if, if you watched the IMSA race right after it, it just kept raining. So the weather unfortunately wasn't going to get better. And I knew that NASCAR knew that I will give them credit. They did a great job at times of trying to do everything they could to get the, the track to stop puddling. And, but that's the problem. Every time we'd have a yellow and you have a pile up, just running around under yellow. I mean, the water is going to accumulate and it's just going to keep puddling. So they did everything they could to try to just in the bad areas, like turn one and turn eight, at least get some of the puddles out. Um, but you know, once we got to the final stage, you've committed that far already. And yeah, for us on the 16 car, we were going just for a win. That's what we were there, there to do. But there were next round playoffs on the line. And my teammate was one of them, Ross Chastain. He's fighting to make the playoffs. And at that point, everybody's played their strategy out. You can't shorten the race with people basing their strategy on going the full length. So once we got in that final stage, I knew we had to finish it. All right, now this is the wildness. This is the freak part of this quest, uh, this interview. We talked once in the golf cart at Daytona. I was asking you about your music tastes at the time, and you said that you were listening to Disturbed, and you said it in such a way that it scared me. I wanted to get out of the golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> as we as we celebrate Van Halen tonight, I want to know what kind of music you're listening to now. Are you still listening to Disturbed? 
So, I mean, that's part of it. My wife and I went to a five finger death punch concert in December. So that was, uh, that was pretty awesome. They had all kinds of cool bands there. So we did that. I mean, it's just, a, it's whatever mood I am. You can go a little rap and, and hip hop, you know, I mean, we, we live in the South, so I don't turn it on a lot, but every now and then you get some country in there. But yeah, I mean, when, when I want to go get jacked up for a race, you still got to go with, with five finger death punch disturbed all that. Uh, got to see that indie last year with Mike Shank, Sammy Hagar. It's pretty amazing what that guy can still do. I mean, just, he belted it for like two hours straight. So I just like all kinds of music. I don't know. The mood. I don't know. AJ, you listening to country and you gotta, you gotta move back. I know. I don't see that to, California yeah, boy well, doing I, that. I said it, it's very rare. You know, I get like, <laughs> I get like when I, when I get, go to my, my sad place and you know, you, you listen to country, like girlfriends left you, you, you ran over your dog with a pickup truck. You know, I mean, that's, that's when I would go to my sad place, just listen to that to a little bit. So it's not all a lot, but you know, you got to mix it in there every now and then. You know, or you listen to, or you get in a race car and drive in the dark in a river and uh, win the race. I mean, that that yeah. sounds as bad yeah. as running over your dog with the pickup truck. <laughs> well, I mean, I went to a dark, I went to a dark place last night. It was just Charlotte Motor Speedway. <laughs> get it? Wow! You, did you get that? There's no you know, light. I could have threw in there at the end. I went to a dark place, but I shine bright like a diamond. Mm. No. <laughs> anyway, all right. Shine on you crazy diamond. Yeah, I see he's getting it all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where the hell to go with this damn thing. I'm, screw me trying to get serious. Why get serious? It's AJ Almendinger. Yeah, I, have a, I, have a, with this yeah. Guy. I mean, you guys have a show on serious. I have a show on serious, so we are on serious. Right. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, at a boy. Jokester tonight. Oh, look at that. I'm, I mean, I'm. It's past my bedtime, so look. I mean, look how much I'm right. stepping up here. <laughs> do you have to? Uh, do you have to still live in in uh, Charlotte? Wherever the hell you live right now? Yeah, he's there. Yeah, my my wife and I we live just outside of Charlotte. My parents actually moved about ten minutes from me uh, wow. four years ago. So I actually I, I love living here. It's it's I live on a golf course, which is all I need, and it and it works out well. <laughs> What's your I, handicap? No, hold on a second, Crash. You don't know. You know why your parents moved there, right? Because they saw that I'm worth eighteen million. Obviously. Yes. Uh, no, when, when, when parents move close to their, their, uh, their, their children, they're expecting a, no, gra- a grandbaby. Stop it. A grandbaby. That's true. Uh, yep. I mean, we did just, we did just have a child. Her name is Zena. She's a Frenchie. Uh, we got her. Right. She's a pandemic dog. So yeah, right. they got, they got a grand puppy child. Is that, is oh, well, that, how does the cat do with Zena? The, the cat, Mr. Tickles. They actually do really well with each other. I was nervous okay. about Tickles. Yeah, so mm. it's it's a happy household here. Yeah, Tickles is the OG. You better take care of that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he yeah. It, and he he makes sure she knows it. How happy is uh Kyle Bush not making the the next round of playoffs? Kyle's not happy. No. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> right. He, I but I'll be honest, I mean, and and I respect Kyle Bush. Like I, I love Kyle Bush because he is who he is. Like there's, that's not a, like, there's no act there. So, um, and he, and he's actually one of the nicest guys just tell a quick story. Like before Bristol, my first race this year with college racing, 
when they went to during the pandemic, when there was no practice, no qualifying straight to the race, I was nervous. I never, I hadn't been to Bristol in two years and I'd never been there in an Xfinity car. And I, you know, just reached out to Kyle and said, Hey, you know, could you give me any advice? I know, obviously I'm not driving one of Joe Gibbs cars, but you know, and I get it if you can't. And he immediately within five minutes, text me back like a just list of things of, of how he feels in the car. Or this is what he was, how he drive. I mean, everything that I could read and try to understand before I got in the car. So, uh, you know, Kyle's obviously disappointed. I think he's one of the best we'll ever see, uh, in NASCAR. And I really, I truly believe he actually cares more about his win streak. You know, not, he's won a race, I think what 15 years in a row or trying to win for 15 years in a row. So that's the ultimate goal is for him to get a win and for what we got four races to go. So, yeah, but yeah, definitely not happy, but I think he, he was truly somewhat expecting that like he's just they just haven't had a good year so yeah he's not happy he's he personifies 2020 i mean that's just yeah. it's just like okay defending champ you're not gonna win period that's 2020. Yeah. i mean it's it's unbelievable now before we let you go there's another kyle that's been in the conversation kyle larson you've said that nascar you were praising them for some things you know they did all they could do last night i've been incredibly impressed with NASCAR this year doing so many things, whether it's on the social front or just making changes on the racing side of things that have made the product better. Will Kyle Larson be back in a car next year? And what does NASCAR think about that? I I truly think he should be. I think he will be. Um, There's not a lot of rides open, but I I do think that uh, I love – Kyle Larson. I mean, just getting racing against him, uh, watching him and, and seeing, especially always, but what are you doing this year? Uh, racing in, in so many different dirt series. I mean, what he did in, in the world of Outlaw late model series, just to jump in that thing, go win the second night out. I mean, the dude is unbelievable. He made a mistake and people have their opinions of whether they want to forgive him for that mistake or they, and everybody's entitled to them. Like it's, we go in uh, an argument and discussion on that side of it. But in my mind, he made a mistake. He's paid the price for it. I mean, his life got kind of flipped upside down to a certain degree in the sense of, of how he was living and, and running cup, making great money, and then going back full-time dirt racing this year. But he deserves to be in the cup series. Uh, you know, I think NASCAR has to – and I think they, I'm sure, probably put in place the steps – for him to be reinstated when he's ready to be. And I hope he gets back because the the world of NASCAR and, and the cup series, especially needs a talent like that back in it. So uh, whether it's one of the best cars in the series or when it's uh, a car, that's there, the, a lower tier team that needs a, a driver to, to kind of carry that car either way mm. to me, I think he belongs in the series. A.J. Allmendinger, always greatness when he rolls in the Freak Nation. See you out here in Phoenix? I hope so. I think uh, there is actually a chance of me going to Phoenix. I may not be racing, but I think College Racing might have me go out there with the team. And so if so, I'll be ready. Wear your damn mask, Skipjack. Don't be bringing that nasty stuff from Charlotte. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you guys have – you're in Phoenix, right? Like, didn't you have more COVID cases there? 
Oh yeah, it's it's a mess here. It's yeah, yeah it yeah. was the summer and it's getting to be a mess again. It's yeah. crazy. But this well, is it it's, you- it's country and western virus in Charlotte, and it's just western okay. virus yeah. in oh, country uh, and western. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. if it make you feel better, anytime I was around Kenny, I'd wear a mask because who knows what he has. So. Be safe, Sorry, Kenny. It's all up here. Be safe. <laughs> so great. All right. Uh, love you, man. Love, love you guys. Yeah. I miss you. I, ho- I right. hope I get to come to Phoenix and see you. Uh, All right, sweet. Thanks, AJ. All right. <laughs> oh, legendous as always. Before Saturday night's race on the Charlotte Roval, they called it a street course on steroids. It was that and more. Normally, I like to see drivers stretch to their limits. Drivers should be able to drive on any kind of track, in any conditions, in any direction. But driving in the dark through a river of water between walls that challenged water drainage? That's not racing. That's random. Saturday night, I kept trying to be reasonable with my own expectations. Drivers should drive, right? But cornball tracks in cornball conditions? That's something else. The rain did let up a bit to let some water drain away. That allowed the two IMSA GT categories to race legitimately. But there were only six cars in one class and 12 in another. Only three finished in the faster GTLM category. Normally, I love IMSA racing, but Saturday night was just that. A Saturday night gimmick. I hope it doesn't become a norm, but maybe I'm the only one who thinks random action is racing. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation coming up, Antonio Garcia, sports car winner from the Roval. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids lucas transmission fix it works hey you want the easiest car care ever right there's a couple lucas oil products you got to get your hands on one lucas slick mist fast and easy speed wax two tire and trim shine and three interior detailer it's better than anything on the market so this is what you do you spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface you wipe it off and you're done you think you can handle that Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. 
Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. You follow us on Twitter, right? At Speed Freaks, yep. Facebook. We're there for you. Well, evidently Antonio does. Nice. Thank you, Antonio. Uh, the, the website, <laughs> speedfreaks.tv. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire and General Tire. That's generaltire.com. Check out the tires for your truck. It's truck season, man. You're but hauling it, holiday docker- decorations. You're hauling up to the mountains to go skiing. I mean, yes, all of that is this season. Now through the end of the month, man, buy four qualifying truck tires and you'll get back. Up to 100 bucks with a Visa prepaid card from General Tire. Now, that voice you heard about 20 seconds ago, Antonio Garcia, joining us here in the Freak Nation, GTLM podium winner uh, of the class at the Roval there in Charlotte, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And a lot of, you know what? It was a lot of media people bitching and moaning about the, the wet fest when it came to the NASCAR uh, Xfinity race there yesterday afternoon. But watching what you did, in the IMSA Sports Car Series, uh, it looks like you welcomed that type of weather to to race a sports car in. Am I assuming that that's wrong? I mean, it was very, very difficult conditions for sure. I mean, maybe for the show, it was, I think, great uh, for us, especially the, p- the first few laps in the dark and in under a lot of rain. It was very, very scary to start with, but then... Yeah, once you get going, it starts to get a little bit more fun. And once you realize you have fast cars, then it gets way funnier. (laughs) Explain that, though. When you talk about it being scary, is it because with such rain, such water on the track, that you are driving on a razor's edge? It could go horribly wrong real quick? Uh, Yeah, mainly that. I mean, and, and especially being at night, and other than the spray, if you are following other cars, like... At night, you cannot see how much standing water there is on the track. So you are guessing uh, where are the puddles, basically, because all you see, especially from the artificial light, is like a complete glass. So it's like racing on top of a swimming pool, So, but you don't know how deep it is. And 
Yeah, it was very, very scary initially because you were aquaplaning everywhere. And yeah, once you figure out where the paddles are, then you start to relax a tiny bit, if you can say that. Antonio Garcia crossed the finish line first at the Charlotte Roval last night. An IMSA race in the worst conditions you could imagine. Rain standing on the track, dark, against some tough competition. Antonio, is there any way you could test your own ability to know that you could stand up against this? All the elements, all the competition, and have faith in yourself that you could get there and get the job done. Yeah, I mean, this season has been great for us. I mean, ever since we come back from lockdown, uh, we seem to, to be really, really fast with this new Corvette C8R. So we won a lot of races. And, I mean, that puts us in, in a very good condition or position for towards the end of the championship. But, yeah, it feels like the C8R likes every, every single condition. Now, so far, we won at night or the day in the rain so yeah i mean we have a very very nice car to drive for sure what is it about this car when this car first came out and you guys first started testing it could you just tell holy cow this is going to be a beast to reckon with i mean first of all for all you know i mean the c8 was a complete uh change on on how the corvettes were on over the past year so Moving the engine to the to the middle or actually almost to the back of, of the car that gives a complete different feeling. Uh, it's more like a race car and when you drive it, it definitely feels that way. So on every single condition now it works and aerodynamics, uh, weight distribution, I think is the biggest gain. And, and yeah, that's the biggest thing. Uh, new cars and it's, and it's really, really going well. So... Yeah, 24 hours of Daytona was our debut and probably is the worst race you can go to because it's the longest of the season and for sure being a new car, you you find many different issues you need to fix. So that's not easiest for the car. But once we figure that out and during lockdown, our engineers didn't quite stop working and mm. and we show that uh, every since we come back in July, uh, we won many many races so yeah our car is running really really good and yeah very very happy with that antonio garcia how did you keep your confidence in this new corvette from january when you ran the car at daytona to july when the season resumed you had no idea what was going to happen with the car but you kept the confidence and your confidence turns out to be well placed uh, yeah, they did, and I mean that's that's the biggest thing to know that you have um, an amazing team behind you of engineers, mechanics, and for sure it was a very very difficult time for everybody. I mean, we were under lockdown, and I mean, fortunately the the all the engineers can take their laptops home, so they can still work in mm. from home. So that's the biggest advantage. So whenever the mechanics could go back to work uh, basically they had almost everything that they had to rebuild new pieces and everything almost ready to to go in the on the on the CHR so yeah I, I would say it might actually help us a little bit because right on lockdown 
we were about to race at Sebring the 12 hours. So I wouldn't say that probably this lockdown helped us in a way because we had a tiny bit more time to, to prepare ourselves. So, but that's how the situation was. None of us wanted this with this current situation for sure, but we, we took advantage. So we just carry on working as much as, I could, as we could. And yeah, that's, that's the proof. Uh, all that work pay out with all the wins we are getting. Antonio Garcia joining us here in the Freak Nation. He's the man. What is it now? Five wins out of six races this year for Jordan Taylor and Antonio Garcia. This last one coming in the wet at the Charlotte Roval. And, you know, it's one thing to be on lockdown and to be kind of frustrated and what's going on with my race team. But another thing that's just crazy with all of this is you traveling back and forth to Spain. How has that been for you? And especially when you first came back in July. Uh, I actually came back on in the middle of June because we didn't know how the quarantine periods would work. So I actually came in over 14 days in advance. So and I self-quarantined myself just to be sure I had no issues to race in on the July 4th race in Daytona. So and the, during the first period we stayed over, so I didn't go back to to Spain during that period. So. It was hard, for sure. I mean, going around the country, not not being able to see your friends for over two months. But uh, yeah, that's that's how it was. So now I'm able to fly a little bit more frequently to to Spain, so I can get to see my family a little bit. So, but it's a very very crazy times at the moment. So. I hope we can get back to normal and get back to our lives. And I'm sure everybody wants that for sure. I see your black masks on the podium and that's cool and all, but I want to know that you're wearing a badass C8R mask on your plane so you can pimp this massive car that you guys are beasting around the season. Oh yeah. I mean, I have several different masks, so that's the one I was actually carrying inside my, my race suit. So (laughs) because now yeah, now in these times, as soon as you take off your helmet, you need to be ready for that. So, yeah, that's the one I had. Another pair of our clothes. Antonio Garcia was in the number three Corvette that won the Charlotte Roval last night in the rain. Terrible conditions. Antonio, athletes don't practice in bad conditions generally, but race car drivers, in particular sports car drivers, they have to practice or at least prepare. Do you ever get on a wet track and actually drive the car to see how it's going to work in conditions that everybody else generally would stay home? Uh, I mean, every time it rains, um, unless it's not safe enough, you you want to get out there and and practice. So not only for you, but also for for the car setup. So everything changes, and especially for the need for a new car, you need to know how the car behaves in these conditions. But I mean, it's I've been racing for over thirty years now since I started in go kart. So and back in the day, I remember when. I was six, seven, eight year old. Every weekend it was raining. My father would put me in. We will get in the car, go to a race car, to a go car uh, racetrack and start practicing in the wet. So I believe, I believe that helps for sure. All these years of experience, seven from when I was seven and all the way in my career. I mean, it's not 
rain is not that often, but you need to, yeah, you need to practice for sure. And maybe yesterday winds for sure. Uh, all your experience helps on, on this kind of winds. And when you need to kind of improvise or not really know what the, con- the track condition would be. So as soon as you do one or two laps, you, you need to adapt to that, to those conditions. And yeah, that's, that's when experience comes to, to be very, very important. Are you a big fan of Spanish football players specifically? I'm not a super football fan. I mean, I, I really like, I mean, once in a while I, I watch football and I like Real Madrid, which is probably one of the best teams in the world in in European football. And But yeah, I mean, I like a little bit and, and I know names for sure. Well, I was just curious, who is who in your opinion is the greatest Spanish footballer ever? I would say Raul. Raul. Oh, I would say in Spanish, Raul, which is a right. player from Real Madrid. I mean, he's now retired, but he, for me, he was probably the best. I mean, we, we have a very good national team. I mean, we, we got to, to win the World Cup only once, but we got to do that. And, and I would say the whole team was really, really good, not only one player. So, yeah. Could Jordan Taylor, I mean, Rodney Sandstorm compete with <laughs> European football? I don't know how he would fit in that, but yeah, we, it would be fun for sure. <laughs> I mean, he's got a wicked leg that just won't stop moving. You figure he's got to kick a goal in eventually. Uh, yeah, at some point. I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it would be, we can, we can give it a try. I mean, we can set up a, a soccer ball here and and let him let him let him give it a try and and see how he does. Do you have an alter ego like your co-driver Jordan Taylor? I don't. I'm very boring guy. Oh, I think. Stop it. No, you're not. <laughs> Tell you what, man. I'd love to have a boring dude like you when it, we get some monsoon weather in Phoenix or some floods in Southern California to drive my damn car, Broham. Seriously. You could be our safe driver. Hey, man. <laughs> You're uh, amazing in, in the wet. Enjoy your time in the States prior to the race coming up here in a couple of weeks, oh, buddy. Petit Le Mans. Petit Le Mans. Thank you. All right. uh, Statman, you watched that rain fest. Uh, unfortunately, we were tied up, didn't get a chance to see it. You're not a big fan of running in puddles such as that. Now, I don't mind r- driving in the rain. You have to sometimes in sports cars. But last night was dangerous, and I don't think – I think that it, they were kept out there, especially at the beginning of the sports car race and throughout the Xfinity race, just to make a TV show and not to put drivers in that kind of uh, danger. I think it's unconscionable. It was it was bad. Do you think or have you heard if any of the drivers were voicing their opinion that it was dangerous outside of the comments we've heard from? Garcia and AJ Allmendinger in the Xfinity series, do you think they were voicing their opinions or did they hold their opinions to themselves? I think they were voicing their opinions on the radio to their crews, but I don't think that they would want those being made public uh, because drivers are supposed to look at danger and laugh at it. Um, But, you know, if something happened, to somebody last night, the, the two Porsches in the IMSA race were out in the first 20 minutes of the 100-minute uh, uh, race. 
both Porsches were out because of crashes in the uh, in the rain. That was entirely unnecessary, and um, you know, it just to me the rain became the race and not the race, and that's not what you tune in for. And unlike Daytona last year, like A.J. Allmendinger was referencing, the 24 hours of Daytona I'm talking about, that was another absolute monsoon. Unlike that, that being 24 hours, there was not much they could do it when, the, when the rain came down in the middle of that. But with this, the rain was going on beforehand. It was a massive deal in the Xfinity race. Couldn't they have postponed it until today? Uh, they could have, but they got a TV show to fill. And uh, the part of the problem was uh, a couple of problems. One, NASCAR drivers aren't used to running in these kind of conditions. Sports car drivers are. Uh, And the fact that they got through the race with as much uh, skill as they did tells you that they're better drivers than people give them credit for. And two, all the walls that they have around that the Roval didn't allow the water to go anywhere. So it, it was bad. It was bad. Freak Nation, big second hour coming up. Will Power, day two winner from uh, the weekend in Indianapolis last week of the road course. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Be sure you follow us on Twitter, Speed Freaks, of course, Facebook. Be sure to like our page. And, of course, the website, speedfreaks.tv. More Freaks coming up. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. In about 12 minutes, Will Power, IndyCar Series winner last weekend on the road course. That was a Penske sweep, wasn't it, Crasher? It was. Yeah. Race one to Joseph Newgarden, race two to Wilson Stephen Power. Yep. Will Power will be joining us here coming up in a moment to the Freak Nation. And one thing I want to get to before we get into our rejoining with a number of affiliates is it, it it's con- continues. I don't know why it still surprises me that young NASCAR stock car cup drivers continue to win road courses. Statman, maybe it's just a case of us doing this so damn long that you we remember younger drivers like Dale Earnhardt Jr. and, gosh, uh, Jeff Burton, uh, not Tony Stewart, not Jeff, not Jeff Gordon, but other younger drivers in the early 2000s bitching and moaning about road courses at Watkins Glen and Sonoma, and so much so to where Richard Childress would go out and hire drivers to run these races. But now you have young drivers like Chase Elliott going out there and sweeping these these road courses. I think it's just a it's just a sign of where we are, realizing that uh, you got to be a master or, or, or jack of all tracks versus a master of ovals. Yeah, and there's no way they could have prepared for last night, but 
right. you're absolutely right. I, and I think a lot of it has to do with the driver's learning now or being indoctrinated now at a young age in go-karts where before, as soon as they got old enough, they just jump in a jalopy and race on a uh, – uh, a Saturday night oval. It's a lobby. So now, uh, you know, they're, they're learning car balance and car setup and turning left and right. And uh, some of them are even going to training uh, to guys like Boris said, uh, a friend of the freaks. And they're learning how to drive and not just turn left on a Saturday night oval. Yeah, guys like Boris said, Michael Self, just, yeah, so many other sports car drivers, absolutely. But we also, as we've learned this year more than ever, you also can't discount iRacing. Some of these kids mm -hmm. grew yes. up playing racing on yes. computers, and Good what point. it has taught them is fascinating. Yeah, no, you're you absolutely the, right. You look at the history of us doing this for 20 years as Speed Freaks, and you look at the, the hired guns that some of the bigger teams would bring in to replace well-known named drivers that could not get their car to turn right if they, yeah, to turn right if it, they depended on it. <laughs> there, there were times when we'd be at Sonoma and we'd see, what? There's Boris again. Or there's uh, Mc, oh, Ron gosh, Fellows. Corvette. Yeah, Ron yeah, Fellows. Ron Fellows. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly Collins. Yeah, Kelly Collins. Yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Just to name a few. <laughs> It's interesting just to just to look at these young guys winning races. It's it's not lost on me the evolution of a stock car driver now, especially as we move forward out of this gnarly 2020 into 2021, where road courses will be playing a again not as prominent as we they never will be in. When it comes to well, not NASCAR. with a schedule that large, no, but they're getting more important. I mean, dirt. They're going to be running on dirt next year. It's, Love it. I, I hate to keep beating. Well, I don't hate it. We've been beating this damn drum for decades of doing this show. Of just change it up, man. Go double headers, triple headers. Change it up. IndyCar and NASCAR in Indianapolis in what August? Crasher? Yes. Wait, is it August? I'm so confused. The way everything changed this yeah. year. And I, no, it is. It is August next year. Yeah. yeah. On the road course, exclusively everybody on the road course, including Cup. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm going to make a massive left turn here. I just got mm -hmm. a text from a, a, one of my closest friends in Southern California. He says the party that's going on outside Staples is wild. Yeah. No, nobody's wearing a mask, and the it's probably oh. going to extend the pandemic another two months. Oh, lovely. Uh, and, and it'll all be blamed on Gavin Newsom, man. Yeah, right. Come on, Governor. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Uh, but day. yes, congratulations, Lakers. Yeah. It's tough for me to say it, but yes, congratulations. 17th title for that oh. team. What is this now for LeBron? Quattro? Uh, four MVP finals, right? And, well, anyway. Uh, Will Brower coming up next. But first, get this crash class pit news and notes. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks. Bring 
bringing another round of affiliates with us on Speed Freaks on the Freak Radio Network. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent coming up in about seven, eight minutes. Will Power, IndyCar Series winner from last weekend. He'll be joining us here at the Freak Nation. But first, Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com. Check out the line of tires for that big, fat truck of yours because it is truck season. Buy four qualifying truck tires, get up to 100 bucks back with a Visa prepaid card. That's right. Check it out at GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Well, a couple of headlines on the weekend. Lewis Hamilton officially tied Michael Schumacher for overall wins in Formula One. Defending NASCAR Cup champ Kyle Busch was officially eliminated from NASCAR's playoffs. And Lorenzo Zanetti won his first career Moto America Superbike race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And then got a shout-out from fellow countryman Mario Andretti. Not too shabby. This weekend began at the Roval in Charlotte with both the NASCAR Xfinity and Cup Series, as well as their sister IMSA Sports Car Series. The Xfinity Series saw loads of rain and not much driver patience in what A.J. Allmendinger, the race's eventual winner, called a race to remember for a long time. We just had A.J. Allmendinger on for another legendous conversation last hour. Check it out. After the show, speedfreaks.tv. AJ and Chase Briscoe exchanged the lead several times in the final 17 laps, with Briscoe leading the most laps, but Almondinger leading the one that counted. After that, it was the IMSA sports cars that were up next. Again, rain, soaked, puddles, you name it. And again, we just talked to winner Antonio Garcia, and you can catch that if in case you missed it on speedfreaks.tv as well. And it was the BMW's Bill Oberlin and Robbie Foley who won in GTD, whereas Jordan Taylor and our interview with Antonio Garcia, they were the winners in GTLM. The Cup Series was up on Sunday, and that race was just different, basically dominated by Chase Elliott. And it was kind of cool to see the Chevys showing some muscle. Elliott earned an automatic berth into the next round of eight playoffs, while Eric Almarola, Clint Boyer, Austin Dillon, and yes, your reigning champ Kyle Busch were all eliminated from the playoffs. Sunday morning is then when history was made. We saw Lewis Hamilton take the win in Formula One's Eiffel Grand Prix and therefore tying the GOAT of F1, Michael Schumacher, with 91 total wins. But Lewis is indeed still counting as he is far from his career being over. It's incredible. The history you are witnessing with Hamilton, both on and off the track. My favorite, though, was the Schumacher statement saying, we cannot deny we would have loved for Michael to hold those records, but as he always used to say, records are there to be broken. Well, how are you using your time sequestered at home? Been staring at that unfinished hot rod or vintage sports car in the garage? Just looking for some DIY dirty hands work? Yeah? Well, how about changing your oil and topping it off with Lucas Oil Stabilizer? Or refreshing your brake line with new Lucas Oil brake fluid? Or give your prized possessions that like new shine with Lucas Oil Slickness products? It's homeschool time for you, buddy. And time to learn to do the basics to keep your ride on the road with Lucas Oil and Lucas Oil products. For more information, check them out. LucasOil.com. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. 
Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MAV-TV. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com, and get awesome. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're back with Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Of course, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Statman from Lucas Oil Studios. Thank you, guys. It's been 20 years of doing this stuff. And what do you think? Maybe 15 of those years? Will Power's been a part of this thing, Crasher? Kenny, take a look at his T-shirt line. It's it, He starts it at 1999, so he's basically saying 21 years. He's older than us. Wow. Will Power, how many years have you been coming into the Freak Nation? I reckon it would have started in about 2010. Mm. No, or maybe well, you guys. Or maybe you guys interviewed me when I was in Champ Car in '06 or '07. Yeah, yeah. Would that yeah. be possible. The Absolutely. green and yellow car. Hell's yeah, we did. Yeah, well, okay, so we are talking the 15 year mark. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Uh, we're <laughs> going to talk about that race win last weekend in Indianapolis. But what is it that you miss about cart and you don't miss about cart? Well. I miss the cars, oh, fantastic machines, heaps of horsepower, um, real beasts are light. Uh, what I don't miss, uh, you know what, I, I just really longed for the two series to be together um, because then you're racing against the best of the best. You know, I, I looked at both series and the top few drivers of all those series, I, th- I just thought it would be just so awesome for them to merge together and it actually happened. So. Um, that was pretty cool. 
Well, is there something like I believe you guys ran in Las Vegas? There, there were just some odd races that we don't see now with the merged series, the merged IndyCar series, Australia especially. Wouldn't it be great to get back yeah. there? Are there some tracks like that that you would like back? Well, yeah, we went to some great venues. We went to Australia. We raced at Mexico City, um, Edmonton, which we did when the series was merged, was always a good one. Anywhere in Canada always gets a big crowd. The fans are knowledgeable and enthusiastic. Um, Japan. So we're, yeah, I don't think we're ever, I'm not sure with Roger running a series, I'm pretty sure it's going to be very focused on North America. So I'm not sure we'd ever go back to any of those events unless the, until the series is where it needs to be here in the U.S. Will Power won the IndyCar race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the second of a doubleheader last weekend. Will, you dominated that race. You dominated like you should have been able to do that all year long. What keeps you from carrying that domination through the year? Yeah, I know. It, that is, it is a question that we've been asking ourselves. It's been very frustrating, let's say, for, oh, man, I can't tell you the last time we started the season strongly. I think 2014. Hmm. And it's it's not the same thing it's not the same mistake it's just some you know where i can just go through the season i mean texas we track was very difficult to pass you know that's the first race of the season and uh i feel like we had we were definitely on for about a third place finish and drop a wheel nut um or get sent without a wheel and you can never pass back up so immediately from the outset we were on the back foot but I just think about this year, I mean, how many races that we were in contention for? How many races that, like, it's, it is it is frustrating. It's something I'm working very hard and to try to understand how we can fix it because we just have to start the season next year um, in a strong way and in contention. We just have to. We've just got so much potential. Will Power, can you pinpoint the problem without insulting yourself or anybody on the team? Can you tell what's keeping that domination to a minimum? Well, it's 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 a real tough one. It really is. I don't quite understand because it's, if it was the same mistake in the pits every time, it's an easy fix, um, you know. And then there's uh, mistakes that I've made myself, but yeah. Um, we'll have a close look at it. I mean, all you can do is, is, is make sure that we do the repetitions that we need to do as far as pit stops go. Cause obviously that's been an issue this year. And, um, I feel like as a driver, I'm continually improving and learning and still getting faster. I still, I am at the absolute peak of my speed, um, now than I ever have been. So I feel very confident in the speed and everything and our potential. We've just got to put it all together. Will Power joins us in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night. Will, we've seen you dominate. You won a championship and you controlled the series that year. What's different now? Yeah, it's just um, you just keep adding to your toolbox. You just keep adding things that you didn't know before and you just have so much more to pull from. Uh, you know, so much more information so you can execute really well every time. Um, you know, when you think about, if you just think about qualifying, it's, 
I'm so good at putting it together and understanding what the car needs for that special lap and, um, you know, peaking at the right time. It's just, it, it comes down to experience. I haven't lost any of the speed that I had when I was, you know, a kid in champ car in 2006 and seven. I've just got a lot of experience and it's just incrementally got better over time. And, um, you know, once you tap out on something, you start working on something else <laughs> and, uh, you just keep adding to it. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm uh, enjoying it more than I ever have. And, uh, I know how to put a weekend together really well. We just, the frustrating thing for me has been not being a championship contender with the speed that we have, the potential we have. Mm. There's such potential. I mean, if you look at our pit stops, when we win races like mid-Ohio, we're the quickest on pit lane. Um, you know, I reckon that's going to be probably the case maybe at Indy Road Course as well. In that race that we, we take off and we dominate, we put it all together so well. We just need to do that consistently. Well, you talk about consistently, and that's just been something that everybody's been battling. It seems like everybody except for Scott Dixon this year because of the pandemic. Yeah. So not that anybody yeah, wants to point yeah. fingers, but you can point fingers at the no. pandemic. Well, actually, I, I think you're right. And I said that. I've said that. I said, look, there's only two cars that have not really screwed up on pit lane this year, and that's New Garden and Dixon. That Those guys have put it together as a group. Um, better than anyone else. They just haven't made the mistakes and it shows in the points. <laughs> um, so, you know, those, those guys, that, those groups have got it right. Um, and, you know, maybe that's just circumstance. It just happened to be. Uh, but yes, the pandemic means that you, we, we didn't get to train as much. We didn't get to do the repetitions necessary. So yeah, there was, and the weekends were way shorter. So you didn't get to do the pit stop practice. Um, and yeah, it was really a matter of who could, who could minimize those mistakes over a year where you don't get the time. And, and, and those two cars, um, if you just look at it, uh, at the, the stats over the years, over this year, um, have executed the best. So Will Power, going back to you increasing the tools in your toolbox and learning more from things, what have you learned that, let's say, come down to the, the finale here in St. Pete and Joseph Newgarden is going for the title. He's not out of it yet. What have you learned about Scott Dixon's driving that you can take advantage of to help your teammate, Joseph Newgarden? Well, well, you know, we understand his weakness and that, that is that he cannot qualify very well. He's, um, he often is at qualifying out of the top 10. So, you know, that's, that's a weakness that, Joseph needs to really pounce on and he, Joseph needs to go there, get pole. And he really does give himself a great chance to, um, uh, uh, win the championship. You know, Scott's strength is basically, we call it the, we call it, we call it the, um, the wolf pack. That's what we call Dixon's team because it's been <laughs> together, um, so long and, uh, that's their strength. They never, their, their strategy and their pit stops are the, probably the best in pit lane. And, um, you know that they're going to execute in that respect and put a really good race together. So, um, yeah, that's, it's really, it's really, you know, New Garden's got nothing to lose but to absolutely go for it. Is the he goal, is the yeah. goal for Will Power 
for the St. Pete race, the finale, to be sure to finish ahead of Colton Herta. And if that's true, is there bonus money entailed in that? No, it's probably no. I don't even know. I don't think so. I haven't even looked. <laughs> I haven't looked at my contract. So. <laughs> I have that much faith in Roger. I know he's doing it. <laughs> He'll do the right thing by me. So. Um, yeah. Uh, but there's... Um, just yes, you know it is definitely the finish ahead of Colton, but he needs to kind of have a bit of a bad day because I need to get 15 points more than he does. And you know, obviously, if Joseph's right up there, it's really no. I'll be just kind of helping him as far as not passing him or being in front of him. So we we'll just have to see how that all plays out. But uh, yeah, the aim is to try outscore him. Is there bonus money to you if Joseph Newgarden wins the championship? I actually think there is. I think there is a bonus for the other drivers if he wins the championship. I, I think so. <laughs> I don't know for sure. Holy smokes. It's called the Penske bonus, the team bonus. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there would be. I think there is some sort of bonus. I, I have no clue. I haven't. I didn't ever. Like, that was how much. That's how good it is when you drive a Penske. You don't really have to look at the contract. <laughs> Just sign it. Good to go. Yep, I'll take it. Are you sure, Will? You're not getting paid? I said I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Will, this might be a little bit of a sensitive question, but have you noticed stress in Roger Penske this year because of everything that has been so whack about 2020 and all of his businesses and just all the adaptation that has had to result from it? Oh, sorry if I noticed what about Roger? Just the fact that he has been stressed because... Or 20, has he been stressed? Or has he been stressed, yeah, because of 2020 uh, just hurting some businesses. Yeah, it's, it's um, you know, I think that's... I think Roger loves and enjoys business. That's his, uh, that's his let's say, golf almost. But, um, yeah, I'm sure it has been stressful. There's just so much on his plate. So much on his plate. You definitely don't see him as much around the race weekend. He's constantly meeting with people. So, uh, yeah. And obviously, with the pandemic, it certainly makes it tougher. A very, very tough hit as far as the 500 goes. I mean, I actually feel like we're very fortunate that Roger took over the series and the Speedway at, at the time that he did because I'm not sure what sort of shape we'd be in if, if he hadn't because he had to foot a lot of the bill. So um, very good to have him as the leader in such a tough time. Really, really lucky. What's the biggest race you're looking forward to, if it all goes as planned, for 2021 outside of the Indy 500? Nashville. Yes. Yeah. I just think that I've really got, like, couple of races in my head that I just can't wait to get to. Long Beach and Nashville. Like always cool Long Beach just such a, because I've been, that's one event that's been on my calendar since I started racing here in the US every year. And it's the first year we missed it. And we talked to Chris Pook, or at least I did, gosh, maybe two months ago now. And even though, I mean, we're hoping the pandemic goes away by Long Beach time next year, but 
still people, it's almost like we have a job as media and as drivers and as series representatives to remind people that it's going to be okay. Wear your mask. You can come back and enjoy live racing. That Because Chris Pook is yeah. very worried about that. The California landscape is just that people are not going out to any events. Yeah. He, he's worried about that. That is, that is a, that's something I've been worried about. I really, really hope in the next few months that this clears up and or we find a way to just live with the fact that Corona is going to be around, yeah. um, as we have with the flu, um, and uh, we get to go back to somewhat normal life. Uh, it's um, yeah, I worry about that because I, I think motorsport as an industry couldn't handle another year of this. I think it'd you'd really it would really weaken it, and you'd start to see uh, see you know sponsors and teams pull out, which would be a real pity, and events and events pull out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think in one way or another, the government and the country needs to understand how we either you know eradicate it or live with it, um, so business can kind of get back to normal. I don't know how that's done, but. That's kind of what needs to be done. Will Power, winner of day two at Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course last weekend. It would be awesome to have you call us after your St. Pete win, bud. It would be. I think maybe I feel too comfortable with you guys. Mm. <laughs> that's what, and the problem is what? That's what many drivers say, and they go, they go back and listen to the interview. They go, oh, why did I say that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely... I don't care, you know. You know what? Like life's really short. Mm-hmm. Once you get close, once you get to about forty, you realize, like, man, that forty years went real fast. <laughs> that went really fast, which means I'm going to be pretty much gone soon. So I need to enjoy this. Well, we're going to let you get off. We're going to let you get off the phone so you can enjoy the rest of your life with your family. Okay, sounds good. I can <laughs> tell you guys want to get rid of me. No. Go, feel like no, I really do. I'm quick. tired of talking to you. Yeah. Cut, cut the cut the interview. He's lost it. Jesus, man. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. All right. I thought we were just having a You mean that was the interview? I thought we were having a conversation. <laughs> Brought to you by Pinsky Trucking. Uh, yeah, Verizon. Pinsky Trucking. All right. I'm going to have some green tea and <laughs> I'll. Uh... Oh, no. Before Saturday night's race on the Charlotte Roval, they called it a street course on steroids. It was that and more. Normally, I like to see drivers stretch to their limits. Drivers should be able to drive on any kind of track, in any conditions, in any direction. But driving in the dark through a river of water between walls that challenged water drainage? That's not racing. That's random. Saturday night, I kept trying to be reasonable with my own expectations. Drivers should drive, right? But cornball tracks in cornball conditions? That's something else. The rain did let up a bit to let some water drain away. That allowed the two IMSA GT categories to race legitimately. But there were only six cars in one class and 12 in another. Only three finished in the faster GTLM category. Normally, I love IMSA racing, but Saturday night was just that. A Saturday night gimmick. I hope it doesn't become a norm, but maybe I'm the only one who thinks random action is racing. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
Yeah, we lost a good one, man. Eddie Van Halen. Cancer. Deep, clean fuel system cleaner from Lucas Oil. Restores performance and reduces emissions with Lucas Deep Clean Fuel System Cleaner. It's made for a use of a variety of applications. The Deep Clean Fuel System Cleaner, blended with an exclusive additive package and specific carrier fluid that contains no diesel fuel, kerosene, or anything else that could cause harmful issues with your engines. Check it out, Freak Nation. Go with it. Get some more miles per gallon. Lucas Oil Deep Clean Fuel System Cleaner. Statman, your Browns are three and one. Mike Zimmer, the coach of the Vikings, does not Excuse do what a lot of folks said he should have done. Excuse uh, me. Sorry, missed it. I yeah, missed wait, it. go no. back to the Browns. We are four and one. Four and one. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, I made that mistake. Richie, this should have been our year to cheer for them, not last yeah, year. But yeah, okay. So true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh we uh we here in the Freak Nation. Uh, we like to watch us some football. And uh, during the interview with Will Power, I got to be honest with you, that was a pre-recorded interview. And so much so that <laughs> there were some outtakes from that interview that we're going to play for you in the next segment. We typically don't do it, but Will Power is one of those legendous interviews that we've had over the last 20 years. He is as dry as they come and will roll with anything, as you heard in portions of that last interview. We're going to play some some outtakes of the last interview with Will Power uh, IndyCar Series champion, Indy 500 champion, won one of two races last weekend in Indianapolis. But holy smokes, that man, did you have the uh, Sunday night game on while you're enjoying this extravaganza? I was watching the uh, oh the Sunday night game. I forgot about that. Oh, no, oh, no, whoa, dude! Oh, oh my I was God. watching. I was watching the the, the Lakers celebration. Oh. You know, I mean, oh, right, how, right, can, right. how yeah. can you? How can you? I spent. A whole lot of years in Los Angeles watching the Lakers yeah, lose. That's true. And uh, you know, I got LeBron there. I mean, what more can you do? Plus all those people without a mask. <laughs> Am I glad I'm in Ohio? You're enjoying that? <laughs> well, I'm 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 glad I'm enjoying it from Ohio. There you go. With the there Proud Boys and all the kidnappers in Michigan that uh, had their meetings here, oh. you know? Well, getting back to some news that I want to talk about, (laughs) the Seattle Seahawks pulled another one off thanks to a blunder by Coach Zimmer with the Minnesota Vikings. A lot of folks were saying for him to to go forward on that fourth down. Um, Yeah, because it's fourth and goal. mm -hmm. It's on the six-yard line. And if they get the, if they basically go for a field goal, it would be what an eight point game. Well, yes, it's an. It, you would have forced Russell Wilson to drive the team down and to get two two point conversion exactly, which okay. is not necessarily super easy. No, no, no. Uh, so he goes for it. Yeah, he goes for the touchdown. Russell Wilson, he, in my eyes, they miss it. We got eleven games left in the season. Hopefully, uh, he just won himself an MVP. Yeah. With With about a minute 20, including a fourth and 10, in which he threw it to DK Metcalf and picked up 38 yards in the middle of the field. Yeah, they went down with a minute, some odd seconds and scored a touchdown and the game's over. Yep, yep, yep. Yet my quarterback suffers an ankle. Suffers. Suffers. Suffers an ankle contusion. Yeah, his bone was sticking out. Is that is that how bad it was? Yes. yes. Is he gonna yeah. is he gonna be able to come back? Nope. Uh, why don't we uh, take a break, Stat? Thank you. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yep. Uh, outtakes from your IndyCar Series champion, Indy five hundred champion, Will Power coming up. 
Lucas. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the Speed Wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive mud terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anything is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world it works you're listening to speed freaks motorsports radio redefined Very rarely heard outtakes from a pre-recorded interview earlier this evening from Will Power. It's a story I told on my Instagram page and Facebook where... Easy comes, 
am a fan of Van Halen. That's how it started as a 16, 17-year-old when Van Halen's first album came out in 78. And went from fan to into my profession of interviewing members of Van Halen, the band. In fact, Michael Anthony's been in the studio with us mm-hmm. one of the first years we were on the on the air. Show number four. Was it? Mm-hmm. Was it? With Ron Caps. Michael Anthony and Ron Caps and Buddy for one. Okay, so maybe it wasn't show number four. I I thought Michael Anthony was first in with Ricky Carmichael. Yeah, Ricky no, Carmichael. Was, no, Ricky no, Carmichael was on that show. In fact, that's what he said he remembers most. He didn't remember us. He remembers Michael Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he remembers Vince Neal. Vince Neal. Oh, Vince Neal. Okay. All right. Yeah. Michael Anthony was in the studio with Ron Cash. That's right. Okay. And there's, there's a lot of stories that I got of Van Halen, some that I can't tell on the air and some that I couldn't tell online either other than <laughs> – there was a story that I took winners to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, for the grand opening of the Cabo Wobble Cantino, Cantina. I was there with a buddy of mine, and I was friends with Ed Leffler, who was the manager of Van Halen at the time, who, again, passed away in like 93, I think it was. But we were in Cabo San Lucas. Uh, he said, hey, man, come join me in the band at this hole-in-the-wall restaurant. Let's have some drinks, and you can talk to the band and so forth. So I'm there with Eddie. Eddie and Michael Anthony. I think those were the ones. I don't think Alex was there. So it was, it was my buddy and I, uh, Eddie, Michael Anthony, Ed Leffler, and a, a couple of women that I, I got pictures of them. I can't remember. The, anyway, uh, <laughs> Eddie was feeling fine. Again, a heater in hand. Every time you talk, he'd have a smoke. Boom, 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 boom. boom. And uh, he took my camera and started taking pictures. <laughs> uh, and took some other pictures of uh, himself that uh, will never see the light of day that uh, just kind of leave it there. But Eddie, whether he was sober or, or buzzed or drunk or whatever he was, he just, just a kind soul. He had one of those smiles that you could be in just a really crappy mood and you could look at his smile prior to his death. It just could light up a damn room. He wasn't a, he wasn't a saint by any stretch. None of us are, but man, what that cat did with the guitar was absolutely bonkers the millions of guitars that he influenced uh, is crazy so wait a minute after oh. that story you got van mm-hmm. halen clapton and santana which one are you going to uh, put your money on which by the way funny you bring that up Statman. two of the most revered successful guitar players in the united states are both immigrants <laughs> Carlos Santana and uh, Eddie Van Halen. Let that resonate there a little bit. For well, nation. Clapton's an immigrant Royal too. Immig- uh, Clapton lives here in Columbus. You know, the city. Yep. The city's got finally got big enough for the both of us. That's why I moved back. <laughs> uh, if I ha- if that's the only three you're giving me, the only three. I'd have to go Clapton one, Eddie two, Carlos three. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. How about you, Crash? Jump on this. So I'm thinking Prince, Kravitz. No, he just he gave you those three, Crash. Okay. You gotta go with those three. I don't have nearly the deep rooted knowledge that you do. 
No, just just your your taste. I love Carlos Santana. Yeah. So I, I would probably go Carlos Eddie. Who's I don't even remember who Eric the third Clapton. was. Oh God, I love Oops. Clapton too. Yeah, I'm still gonna stick with that. Carlos Eddie Eric. Stat. Wow. Oh, I'm the Clapton guy. Clapton. Santana, because mm-hmm. he came on the show with us, and uh, Van Halen. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> now, that's the, so fre- that's the freaks for you, though. That's the freaks for you. Yeah. That is. That absolutely uh, is. Will Power, as opposed to Will Purdue, four-time NBA champion. Will Power, IndyCar Series champion, Indy 500 champion. He joined us last segment, and I'm being honest with you. We pre-taped the damn thing. We taped it earlier this evening. Uh, it's a 20-minute interview. We had to narrow it down to about 15 minutes. You can hear the full interview at speedfreaks.tv. Uh, one thing you will not hear is when we rang him up in his home in Charlotte. They're hanging out in Lake, Lake Norman. Lake Norman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play a couple of minutes of that and just kind of just – this is just how it goes with Will Power. He's just – I just – I don't know. He's so dry. We just started shooting the crap for two minutes. We didn't even start the interview. I had I had to stop him. I just cut him off and just started the interview. Uh, this is the first. This is the first couple of minutes with Will Power, one of one of the one of the greatest drivers out there on the planet right now. Uh, and the phone rang. Hello. Are you are you wearing a smoking jacket right now? Yes, I am. Top hat, smoking jacket. Yeah, man. Boxer briefs. Some daddy slippers. That's right. <laughs> um. So, yeah. what are you guys up to? Not much. Just thought we'd give you a call, check in, see how the water's feeling right about now. Are you, are you on a boat? <laughs> yeah, right. Are you on Lake Norman? <laughs> Yeah, I am out in the boat. It's a little cold, to be honest. Oh, is it really? A little bit cold. Well, it's been raining down like, uh, uh, how you say, uh, uh, piss. Mm. <laughs> piss. Pissing. Nice. Okay, I didn't realize it was cold, too. So, yeah, that's that's just nasty. No, it's not that cold. It's actually not. It's pleasant. It's what you call pleasant, which is about 72 degrees. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> The willpower weatherman. Seventy-two degrees is about pleasant. I'm going to check that for sure. I'm going to check what the temperature is, <laughs> just so I know what pleasant is. All right, well, double check that before we get the shit going. All right. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's have a look. Trout right. sixty-six right now. <laughs> but oh, sixty-six is cold. Today, it mm. must have been just cracking the seventies. Yeah, seventy-two tomorrow at one p.m. So I'd I'd cross seventy at about pleasant. <laughs> Wow. It's more right. pleasant than... Hey, well, I'll see you guys later. Good yes. chatting, and um, <laughs> well, uh, I hope you're well. Say hi to the fam. We'll talk to you after <laughs> the... Uh... <laughs> we'll talk to it's you. so true. Good talking to you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. Right. I hope you got enough. You got that'll do right. You got got everything. You got yes. enough, right? We got the weather. Yeah, we can make that right. into a 20 minute segment. Yeah. Cool. All right. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's the that's two minutes. Uh, here is four almost, yeah, four and a half, five minutes of what you didn't hear in the interview last segment. But it's just it's thrilling to hear a big time driver like this get so excited 
about a win. And Crasher kicks it off. Well, this with, did not make the interview. This I kicks it off with uh, willpower. So well. I will never forget one of your Instagram posts from at the beginning of the pandemic in the U.S. where your son Bo took a massive dinger. How's his face doing oh, these days? Yes. Yeah. No, he healed completely. Oh, nice. He healed completely. How's his face doing these days? Well, he lost his nose in one of his ears, but he's doing well. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, he's it all healed up. But yeah, that was oh, man. Of course, it was under my watch and uh i was out there he's running down the driveway and face plant oh. ah wife's like every time you're watching him something happens not every time that was one time liz so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i say the same to kenny will you be more yeah. careful listen i ripped my daughter's earring out of her ear and where was I? Oh, I was in Indianapolis. God. Yes. I was in Indy, and you were in Phoenix. And yes, that happened when you yeah, were watching her. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah, Liz just Liz Liz just yelled in the background that Daddy didn't because he was bouncing on the couch when I was meant to be watching him. I just walked to the pantry for a second. I hear a big scream. And I'm like, oh no! Yeah. And he jumped off, and his head forehead hit the bloody coffee table. So oh. now, whenever he's found, he's got the what she calls the daddy dent. It never went away. That blew blows my mind. It didn't cut nothing. It's just an indentation. Damn. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. It'll be more aerodynamic so, yeah. when he gets behind the wheel. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> yeah. Now, look. Uh, hey, nothing would make us happier for you, win, for you to win St. Pete to uh, call us in for the season-ending race win, buddy. Oh, yeah, man. Right. I love winning so much. Mm. It's just such a great feel. I saw it today. I was watching the end of the NASCAR race and uh, uh, Chase Elliott won. I just said, man, it feels good to win. <laughs> it just feels good to win a race. It just feels so good. And the reason it feels so good, because 80% of the season you don't win and it feels horrible. So the contrast is massive. That's why it feels so good because motorsport is you know, just mostly heartbreak and just horror. And then every now and then you get that win and it just makes it all worth it. Does it hurt even more when you think about every race this season, you were in it and only won two? Oh, yeah. That hurts me over the whole my whole career. <laughs> I think about the races I've led and those bloody yellow flags, IndyCar shutting the pits. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would have, I'd have another 10 plus to my name. Oh, 10 plus. It'd be a lot. If you went through it, it'd be a lot. I actually celebrate whenever I win a race that I don't deserve. That is so satisfying. So satisfying. I totally didn't deserve it, but there have been so many times that I should have won that I didn't, but that just is like, hmm, thank you. I want to win one I totally didn't deserve and a big one, like the 500. God, Powell was terrible. He was just terrible. And then he somehow came through at the end and, 10 people in front of him crash, and there was a couple of mechanical failures, and he won the race. Or the yellow came out just at the right time, and mm. Powell won that race. Just started raining. He was never going to win it, but he did. <laughs> that is satisfying. With my career, anyone else, it might be disappointing. I would rather, they may have what, rather win it in a more, you know, epic way with a big battle. But me, something epic is like, I totally didn't deserve it, but I won that. I didn't deserve it, and I won it, and it makes me feel really good. You know, then that's not going to be great father advice in about 
Yeah, oh, yeah, no, it's not, but it's good advice for life. <laughs> Take it when you can get it. Yes. Take it when you can get it. Life is just full of just trials and terrible things happening, and every now and then something goes right for you, and it's just great. And that's life. That's the enjoyment of life is fighting through this battle. And the battle that I have is just phenomenal compared to most people, like living in this country and driving race cars for a living. Like I can never, ever complain. It's just an amazing life. Like I should be imprisoned if I complain about my life. Well, we get too, we get, we get way too happy. We get way too, you know, uh, what can you say, used to the status quo. We get way too used to this amazing life. Let's go back and live 100 years ago. Uh Now, that's tough. That is a tough life. Now, it's just like, oh, heaven. Not, not much, much motorsports. Not much motorsports. It's not easy to follow something like that with willpower. But damn it. God, he's good. Got a passion. Statman, what's the worst thing that you've had caught caught up in your eye, eyelid? Uh, a, a football player's fingernail that leaves the scar there right now. Oh. Come on. Holy smokes. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, the, uh, the the fly scene across the world, the, the fly that was on Michael C. Pence's <laughs> uh, perfect quaff uh, has nothing on this dude. A U.K. man was horrified to discover that what he thought was in, you know, gnarly little eyelash was actually a huge fly that had been trapped in his eye for hours. Oh, stop. Yeah. Yeah, tell me something good. Yeah. (laughs) It felt like when an eyelash falls into your eye, said the man. It's not a fly. It's got to be like a gnat. He initially thought the object again was a stray eyelash or debris from a tree. Tried to rub it out, which caused him to feel a sudden sharp pain in his eyeball, you think? Thinking that he had scratched it from rubbing too hard, the man tried washing his eye out in a shopping center bathroom, but to no avail. Upon closer inspection of the mirror at home, he saw that a big-ass fly was stuck in his freaking eyelid. Take that bed uh, to bed with you tonight, Freak Nation. It's a, a big show. Will Power. Antonio Garcia was here, and of course, A.J. Allmendinger. Shoot the juice to the moose and stab man. Cut it loose. What I got to give will show enough to your girl.